What is going on squad? My name is Brian Mark. I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business without spending any money on ads, a website, or a funnel. I built my fitness business to over $50,000 a month over the course of four years. And in the last two and a half years, I've worked with over a thousand online coaches and a hundred of them have hit $10,000 a month. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. What is going on on the fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Training Podcast. This is the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. In today's episode, we're talking about this idea about out of sight, out of mind. Now, before we get into today's episode, I wanted to have a little bit of a, a little bit of like a discussion with you guys about something that happened recently inside of my 10K Coaching Academy. And this was something that I feel like as business owners, it's really important to have this conversation with all of you because I'm sure that a lot of you guys are going to deal with this at some point in your life, in your program. So there was a student in my program that blatantly disrespected one of my coaches, one of my head coaches, and basically talked down at them for like trying to help them out with their fitness business. But not only was it like blatantly disrespect, the exact paraphrase so that I don't screw up this message was I don't have to explain shit to you like, oh, you're such a big man. I don't have to explain shit to you. And so instantly I refunded, then removed them, blocked them from my program because like, I just don't have time for for bullshit. And so I think that it's important to know you guys that if you are an online fitness coach that you don't have to tolerate bullshit in your program. I think that like a big mistake that I used to make when I first started my online coaching business is that I assumed that everyone that paid me was always right. And I assumed that I couldn't like stand my ground when something was wrong because I was afraid of getting a bad review or I was afraid of, you know, somebody saying something negative about my program. But yo, straight up, if somebody's an asshole in your program, don't tolerate it. And if you don't know like how to handle somebody that's like that in your program, like you've got somebody that's disrespecting you, like I just want you guys to know that it's not worth the headache and it's not worth the the pain of having them in your program and taking their money because the stress that you'll have from having somebody disrespectful in your program is just going to like long-term, it's just not going to be fun. And I've been an online coach for a long time and I can promise you guys that the money is not worth it. If there's somebody in your program that's disrespecting you, you need to remove them. It's super fucking important because your energy and your time and your value is so much more than dealing with somebody that disrespects you. So I don't think this is super common. And unfortunately, there's always going to be a bad apple in every bunch. And it's just like someone's fucking mama didn't raise him right. Because for somebody to blatantly disrespect another person in public over over nothing is just like just childish, childish behavior. So if you're an online coach and somebody is disrespecting your program or you have a client that's like rude and abrasive, like don't tolerate it, like draw a boundary. And if they don't respect your boundary, then get them the fuck out of your program. All right. So guys, I want to talk to you guys about this idea of out of sight, out of mind. And this conversation is it's about out of sight, out of mind, but it's also about insight in mind. And and I'm going to explain to you what I mean. But first, I want to tell you the story that Cole told me. So essentially, there was a study done with a bunch of people in an office. They did like an office study. And what they did is they took this bowl of candy and they put this bowl of candy in the middle of the office where everyone can see it. And they monitored it for a couple of days and the candy disappeared within a couple of days. And so they wanted to test how it would do if the candy was, you know, closer to or further away from the people that were in the office. So they took the candy and they put it still within sight, but it was like walking distance, right? And so basically what that meant is like, it was like not in the center of the room anymore. It was off to the side. And what they noticed is the candy took a little bit longer to go down. Like it took the bowl took a little bit longer to empty because it was farther away. They took the candy, they put it even further away instead of one or two days. Now it was like five or six days at the bowl that stayed full. And then they put, took it completely out of the room and out of sight and nobody ate the candy. And I think this is such an interesting fucking analysis 
analogy and it's an interesting idea to talk about because if we think about this concept out of sight, out of mind, that actually, when I heard that story, it just reminded me of what happened when I was like an addict and how I really changed my life. I actually get this topic a lot because I post a lot of my, a lot of my videos that I post on my TikTok or my Instagram or even on my Facebook or my podcast, I talk about how I overcame my addiction, right? And I get a lot of people that ask me like, Brian, like, what did you do to overcome your addiction? Like, you know, I'm struggling with drugs or I'm struggling with alcohol and I don't know how to stop. Like, what do I need to do? The biggest thing that I did, you guys, is completely remove myself from all of the environments that even triggered a thought of drugs. So for me, like I was an addict. So I would go to the bar and I would drink and then I'd hang out with certain people and then I'd do drink and I'd do drugs. And like, that was my pattern. So for me to get out of that pattern, I needed to remove even the thought of drugs from my life. So I literally took myself to a different fucking city. It was actually a place in the middle of the wilderness. It's called Bragg Creek, Alberta. I don't know if you guys know where that is. I took myself to a different fucking city and I worked at a summer camp in Bragg Creek for three months as a cleaner to get sober. And I didn't talk to anybody that was part of my addict life. Like I didn't, I cut myself off from all my friends that were addicts. I cut myself off from all the drugs that I could possibly get access to. And I put myself in a city that was completely fucking like away from my town that was like far enough away where like it would literally be almost impossible for me to get drugs. So it was out of sight, out of mind. Like that's how I got over my addiction. And then when I came back to Calgary, like I started to, I wanted to build my life up again. I didn't work in the nightclubs anymore. I'm going to be transparent with you guys. To this day, if I go to a nightclub and I'm drunk, I still think about drugs. It like, it's one of those things that it never really goes away. So that's why you guys won't see me at nightclubs pretty much ever. Like unless I'm celebrating something like big with my friends. But even when I do celebrate something big with my friends, I always sit down with Kirsten before I go out and I have a serious conversation. And I'm like, babe, like I have an addiction and whether or not like I like it when I'm at places like that and I'm super drunk, like I think about drugs. So it's out of sight, out of mind, right? Out of sight, out of mind. So I took myself out of the places that were, you know, that were basically triggering me to think about quote unquote eating the candy in this instance. And because I took myself out of the places that were quote unquote eating the candy, it allowed me to get over it because it was out of sight, out of mind. Now, if you guys think about this concept as well for your weight loss clients, one of the things that I love doing about this podcast is being able to kind of share with you concepts that you can give to your weight loss clients. Guys, out of sight, out of mind, 100% applies to your weight loss clients. Like if your weight loss clients have chocolate, ice cream, and cookies in the house, what do you think the odds of them eating chocolate, ice cream, and cookies are? Significantly high, especially if chocolate, ice cream, and cookies are complete, like very easy to access. It's like out of sight, out of mind. Like even if, okay, so let's say your clients have kids and they got it. They want to keep some of the stuff in the house for the kids, get them to bury it at the bottom of the deep freezer so that it's actually painful to go in and get the fucking cookies and, and fucking ice cream and, and all the treats so that it's literally like so far away that it's literally like, it's like a pain in the ass to go and get it right out of sight out of mind. And so for your weight loss clients, it 100% applies because if you've got kids, it's just like you go, how many of you guys have ever been to like a doctor's office or somewhere where you're, there's a waiting room and they've got little candies that are like on a bowl and you get in the waiting room and you eat one of the candies because it's there? Out of sight, out of mind. So I want to talk about the opposite because if out of sight, out of mind is true, then wouldn't it also be true? Like if that statement is 100% true, wouldn't it also be true that insight in mind would also be real, right? So if out of sight, out of mind is how we would remove 
remove negative, toxic influences from our life, whether that be candy, drugs, guys, even friends. Think about this for a second. If you hang out with a certain friend and every single time you hang out with that friend, they want to drink or they want to get fucked up or they want to play video games or whatever. Like if that friend stays in your life and you're trying to excel and you're trying to get to the fucking next level, like if you keep that friend like within, you know, current sight at all times, like you're going to be held back. And so out of sight, out of mind is how we remove toxic influences from our life, correct? Well, if that's the case, if out of sight, out of mind is true, then that means insight in mind is true, which means that you guys need to fucking remind yourself of your goals every single day. Guys, I got this little framed. If you're watching the podcast, you can see this. By the way, if you're ever listening to the podcast and you want to watch it live, you can just tune into my Instagram at 10 a.m. PST every day. But if you are listening to the recording, I'm holding up a sign right now that says a thousand members. And I wrote this little note. It was like a little sticky note to myself five months ago that I wanted to get to a thousand members inside of the 10K Coaching Academy. And it was, I put the sticky note on my desk. I put it on my vision board. I put it on my ring light. So as I'm doing my content, it's like literally in my face because I wanted my goals to be in sight. So they're in mind. I use that same concept for setting my goals every single week as well. So I believe that this is one of the massive processes that has allowed me to continue to excel in life is because I always keep my goals in sight and in mind, whether that be sticky notes on my ring. I literally have new sticky notes on my ring light right now. And by the way, another thing, this is a little bit of a, a little bit of a side note. I feel like I should do a full podcast about this, but I don't like to openly talk about my goals until they're done. Like I might say, tell you guys once or twice, but I don't like to continue to tell you guys about what my next goal is until it's done. Like I didn't really start opening up and sharing how bad I wanted to get to a thousand members until I did it. Cause I think that a lot of people talk about their goals too much and then talking about their goals stops them from working towards them. So I'll tell you guys about the next goal that I fucking accomplish once I do it. But that's a side note. I try to keep my goals in sight and in mind, which means that I want to always visually remember my goals, which is another reason why if you guys look at my office, like my office is literally my vision board. I've got my 2021 vision board right in front of me to my left. My computer background is my 2021 vision goal income. I've got my company three-year vision behind me on my right. And then I've got my goals written out literally all in front of me all over my desk so that I can always remember my fucking goals. Like I always want to know what my goals are. And I always want to like think about them consistently. And another reason I want to talk about this for a second, because inside of the 10K Coaching Academy, I always recommend that you guys set goals every single Sunday. And we always pin the goal setting training at the top of the group so that you guys can set goals on Sunday. And I think that people underestimate the value of goal setting because they think that they're just writing down their fucking ideas on a piece of paper. But what you actually do when you set goals is you allow your mind to think about accomplishing the things that you want. And when you consistently allow your mind to think about accomplishing the things that you want and you let yourself really just like ruminate in like accomplishing the next big goal, like if your goal is to make $3,000 a week, like if your goal is to make $3,000 this week, if you just sit about, think about it, like I'm gonna make $3,000 this week and you just like write that out and you're like thinking about it and you're like spending time working on it, like okay, so if I want to make 3K, then I've got to have 10 applications. I've got to have six calls and I've got to close four of them. And then you just like start to think and imagine and visualize yourself like working towards those goals. I believe that that unlocks like the desire and the drive and the motivation to work towards them because you can actually see it happening in your head. And so you're much more likely to take the action steps necessary to accomplish your goals because they're always in your mind. So out of sight, out of mind applies to like get the toxic and negative influences out of your life. And I'm not saying you got to cut people the fuck out, but 
honestly, I do. Like if somebody's like a negative influence in my life, whether that be it's a negative client, like I talked about at the start of this podcast, or a friend that just pulls some bullshit on me, like I just won't, I just don't tolerate it. In my, I had a friend that uh, I've known forever that bailed on my wedding last minute. And I'm like, that's not something that I'm going to tolerate. Like that's just not something I want in my life. So out of sight, out of mind, I just like, you guys have to decide like what kind of life you want to live. And then if you want to live a fit and healthy life, then removing anything that is, that takes you away from that fit, happy, healthy, strong. So that's like the life I want to live. And so if anything is like negative and toxic or always complaining, I'm just going to spend less time with that energy because I don't want it in my mind, out of sight, out of mind. And at the same token, like if I have, you know, goals or aspirations or people that like lift me up and make me feel better, support me and like understand my goals are always there for me. Like I want those people inside and in mind because that's going to make my life better, right? So out of sight, out of mind means that remove the things from your awareness and your life that are holding you back or negative or like toxic or in any sort of way, keeping you at a lower level. And then insight in mind means that think about the goals and the aspirations that you have and find ways to visually remind yourself of those goals and find ways to really like feel good about accomplishing those goals. Like not only do I keep my goals inside in mind, but I also celebrate the fuck out of them when I get them. Like I framed this 1000 members because I want to remember how good it feels to accomplish my goals. So that's insight in mind. And I've got another thing here that's fucking funny. When I hit a thousand members, I had Kirsten, Kirsten actually went out and she bought me this little plastic golden trophy for hitting a thousand members. And it was fucking cute. This is like little plastic golden trophy, but I keep it on my desk because I always want to remember how good it feels to accomplish my goals. So that's insight in mind, right? I also have this little sticky note on my fucking computer desk that says my grandma is counting on me. So insight in mind, I always want to keep my goals front of mind so that I'm always focused on the things that I want. Does this make sense? All right, guys. So thank you so much for tuning in. This is the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast, the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow successful online business. Hopefully you guys got some value from today's episode and I'll talk to you guys in the next one. 